Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, TCK Potters? I'm your host, Scott Guasco. This is episode 159 of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Right now, this is a quick bonus episode. I'm just going to go over the week 14 fantasy carnage. A lot of injuries, a few guys lost for the season, a lot of them left mid-game, hurting your fantasy teams. Some of them were game-time decisions and played or didn't play. A bunch of fantasy-relevant players got hurt this particular week. Of course, it was the first week of the playoffs. Not optimal, but it is what it is. It's fantasy. We got to take those punches. We got to dodge them. We got to keep moving through the rest of the tournament. So I'm going to jump into uh, the Week 14 carnage. Don't have that much to cover, but we still got to get into it. All right, week 14 was a doozy. I'm going to go into the uh, recap, week 14 recap, um, and my ballers and sellers as I always do on the next episode. Uh, So tune into that, and I'll do a full breakdown. But I wanted to really just dive in with a bonus episode of the week 14 carnage. Um, It was pretty gnarly watching the game. I felt like, you know, skimming through the games and keeping track of fantasy and watching Red Zone. Every couple of minutes, someone else was going down, following Twitter and stuff. Somebody was going down. Somebody was out. Somebody was getting injured, questionable, then they would remain out. That continued into uh, last night's games um, on Monday Night Football and uh, Sunday night as well. So pretty gnarly week, but it is what it is and we got to get through it. So let's dive back into week 14's injuries and kind of preview quickly for week 15 here. Um, let's start with, uh, I'll just go down the list. This is in no particular order name wise. It's more just category here. So um, these are, I think one of the biggest injuries right away was uh, Mike Evans. So caught a 61 yard touchdown, beautiful ball from Jameis. And Evans beat deep, caught a 61-yard bomb, was excellent, ran through the end zone and basically grabbed his hamstring right away. So he is potentially going to be out for the rest of fantasy playoffs. Um, It looks like it's going to be a season-ending injury. However, he has not technically been deemed out as of this podcast. So don't hold me on that. Let's cross our fingers that he's not. Mike Evans right now is third in overall receiving yards with 1,157 right now. Um, obviously, this would open up the gate a little bit more for Chris Godwin, who has had an excellent season in his own right, and Brashad Perryman, who has come on strong the last couple of weeks with and without Evans. Also, keep an eye on <clears throat> O.J. Howard, who has uh, looked Quite good, to be honest with you. The last couple of weeks after basically the first 10 weeks of the season being nowhere to be found, the last couple of weeks with Evans and with especially without Evans when he left, six more targets there. Um, O.J. Howard could be a great uh, streaming option. Cameron Bright is still around, caught a touchdown this last weekend, but O.J. Howard definitely the uh, athletic option there and I think would – gather up a a ton of targets with uh, Mike Evans out. So that is Mike Evans, a big blow, of course. We'll see what happens over the next two weeks of fantasy, Um, but I would not count on Mike Evans this week for sure. And in your championship, it might be a little risky to play him if he doesn't get a full slate of practice leading up to it because we see these guys, uh, namely Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, these guys over their whole career come back before they're ready to play and they end up hurting themselves early in the game and they're out like we saw Thielen do earlier this year. So be careful about Mike Evans. Let's go over another handful of guys that got injured. They should be okay uh, moving forward, but notable quarterbacks here. Patrick Mahomes, 
Um, he had a bone bruise in his throwing hand. We saw him quickly grimace after a couple of uh, passes early in the game but uh, against the Patriots, but he did finish the entire game. He actually played pretty decently, um, but – you know, I mean, 75% of Patrick Mahomes is still better than most of the league. So I'm not worried about him per se, uh, you know, barring any sign of crazy surgery that I don't expect mid season. Um, but just keep an eye on Patrick Mahomes. Um, limit your expectations. Uh, Lamar Jackson as well, um, leading the MVP race, of course, but he had a quad injury in the Buffalo game. Uh, I think he will be fine as well. Um, although, you know, they do have a short week uh, with a Thursday game against the Jets. I don't see him sitting this game with everything on the line for the Ravens. However, it could significantly lower his rushing ability. Um, Lamar Jackson has proven himself time and time again this year that he is a throwing quarterback with the running ability. So I'm not, I don't think he's going to be a bust by any means. However, if you take away his, you know, 10, 15 rush attempts a game, you know, maybe 80 yard floor on the ground, uh, that's significant. So, um, Tempering my expectations for Lamar Jackson as well, but you're still rolling him out. Of course, you wrote him all the way to playoffs. You got to do that. Derrick Henry, another huge game, uh, over 100 yards in uh, five straight weeks, I believe, four or five. Um, absolutely beast in this time of year, of course. He's second in fantasy points since week eight behind only Christian McCaffrey. He also had a hamstring issue. Um, so Derrick Henry has been the best – fantasy running back over the past three weeks as he was late down the stretch last year but a hamstring injury is an issue obviously especially to a running back so again he is probably limited in practice this week i don't expect him to miss but keep an eye on derrick henry if he plays you suit him up because even if he has limited work he could still pound it in for a touchdown or two uh which you like and they're playing the raiders um who should be absolutely gashed um or excuse me, they played the Raiders last week and he had two touchdowns. So coming through, I think uh, Derrick Henry should be fine if he gets a limited practice, but keep an eye on him as well. Um, handful of guys that I am not sure are going to return for 2019. We see more and more people be added to the IR list. Some of them seem a little more drastic than maybe they actually are. At this time of year, there's only two, well, there's three weeks left in, in our fantasy leagues uh, potentially. But for the NFL, if you're out of the playoff race and your season's more or less done uh, here in week 15 with just a couple weeks left, um, a lot of guys just shut down for the entire season, try to start rehabilitation early this year so that they're ready for camp next year heading into 2020. So some of these guys that are on the IR it's not as gnarly as it sounds if they were to go on the IR in week three. Uh, this is more just shutting them down, opening up a roster spot for somebody else uh, so they could proceed with the rest of the year. But a couple of guys that got injured here that are potentially set for the IR, and I don't expect to play at least this week in week 15 and potentially not next week either in the championship. Alshon Jeffrey, we saw him pull up right away uh, on a route. It looked pretty nasty. Um, I'm not going to make any conclusions, not being close to a doctor. They're saying it's a foot injury. I could – I hope it's not an Achilles injury. It looked like that as he tried to spring out to run his route and he came up gimpy immediately. Could be a, a, a foot injury, uh, an Achilles uh, calf. He's had lower body, soft tissue issues his whole career, uh, which has been very frustrating for fantasy owners. So Alshon, unfortunately, very effective, of course, when he's active um, and playing, but he's constantly injured. Very, very frustrating there. So keep an eye on Alshon Jeffrey, but I don't expect him to play this coming week and potentially not for the uh, – playoffs either so he could definitely miss the remainder of the season there dj chark came up with a foot ankle injury um this week uh and i don't expect 
him to be playing either uh, in week 15 against the Chargers. Um, he's been having a breakout season, of course. Uh, he leads the team in receiving yards at 956, touchdowns with eight, and has been a low-end wide receiver one and a high wide receiver two all season. Unfortunately, though, um, he will probably miss the rest of the season with the Jags out of contention at this point. Keep an eye on D.D. Westbrook and Chris Conley, maybe even Keelan Cole, who came on last year late out of nowhere. We could see another room, uh, emergence of him. And uh, Garner Minshew, of course, losing his top option. Not the best for him if you're streaming him. In two quarterback leagues, you still fire him up. But in single quarterbacks, I try to go away from Garner Minshew if you can, even with the plus uh, schedule. I just don't know that the rest of those guys can carry the load here unless Leonard Fournette gets going again. Next up, Darius Geis. Um, really sad. I'm just bummed for this kid. Uh, another issue. Um, looks like it's an MCL sprain. Uh, a sprain is much better than a tear, of course. But nonetheless, I expect uh, Darius Geis to shut it down for the year. Adrian Peterson to kind of swan song his way to the end of the season. Uh, should be getting 20 carries the rest of the year. So Adrian Peterson could be a nice spot start if you need him. But Darius Geis is probably done. Um, got injured against the Packers. And uh, they have the Eagles coming up. Um, he's already been ruled out for week 15. So, again, I don't expect him coming back for the championships. So, um, Darius Geis is definitely droppable uh, or put on your IR spot if it's a keeper league. I would keep him. Or if you're in Dynasty, maybe you can go scoop him up if people drop him off of waivers. Things like that always. You know, DJ Chark, same thing. Alshon, I don't know about Dynasty leagues. But uh, same thing there. You know, if these are young players that you want for the future, go take a look at them. But um, for this season, uh, Alshon... Uh, DJ Chark and uh, Darius Geis. I don't expect to play the rest of the year. So unfortunately, um, we can we can get rid of him. Uh, Geis has missed uh, eight games earlier this season after his knee surgery, came back for a couple of weeks, played really strongly. He's a hell of an athlete when he's healthy, but unfortunately just can't stay healthy. So it should be Adrian Peterson and uh, Chris Thompson. And then guys who are definitely done for the season, unfortunately, Calvin Ridley, uh, abdominal issue. Um, this one's kind of weird. I haven't been able to find exactly what's going on. Um, and you know, as the reports come out, I'll, I'll, I'll be updating and have a better idea, but I'm not sure this was a contact injury. Uh, I wonder if he had like an appendix burst or something. Again, I'm totally speculating. Nonetheless, he had an abdominal injury. He is out for the season. That is for sure. Clear, uh, for Calvin Ridley, unfortunately, but I'm not really sure what happened. Uh, I haven't heard that he got hit. Sometimes, you know, I think, who was it a couple years ago? Uh, Jack Doyle, I think it was, um, who got hit and his spleen, like, or uh, Keenan uh, Allen a couple years ago had a lacerated spleen from a hit. That's fucking gnarly, first of all. But I don't think it was something like that with uh, Calvin Ridley. I, I kind of understand it was more of like a, he was on the sideline and doubled over in pain. So either it was an after effect of a hit or maybe something with his internal organs, either way, kind of a scary situation with anything to do with your, you know, your internal organs and stuff, but they're calling it an abdomen injury right now. Let's hope it's just a gnarly muscle pull or a strain, um, or maybe a sports hernia or something like that, that, that could be an easy surgery. But unfortunately, Calvin Ridley budding star in the league in general, um, has been absolutely fantastic in his first two years, uh, but he will be out for the rest of the season as well. Now, you would think that this means um, multiple touchdowns for Julio Jones over the next couple of weeks, uh, but don't hold your breath. I have been very, ba uh, you know, um, uh, not um, shy about my love for Julio Jones on this podcast, but unfortunately, it's just not. I, I have no idea how he doesn't have 15 touchdowns every single season. He should get. Devontae Adams touchdowns with 
um, nukes, you know, and Michael Thomas's targets, and then he gets his own yardage. Like he should easily be the number one receiver in the league, but he's constantly nicked up enough. Um, and they just don't hyper target him, unfortunately, like these other teams do with their superstars. So, uh, Julio Jones, I expect to obviously benefit from this, uh, not to take lightly to what's happening with, um, Calvin Ridley, but we'll see if Julio can actually, you know, start getting up over a hundred yards and a couple touchdowns down the stretch here. Cause of course he's been frustrating, unfortunately for uh, fantasy owners there. Also keep an eye on Russell Gage, who, uh, has been picking up the slack a little bit in general when Julio was out, he'll do the same for, um, uh, Calvin Ridley, we've seen over the years with Muhammad Sanu. Uh, when one of these top guys is out, Muhammad Sanu plays pretty well. Russell Gage is now that guy. He had a nice, uh, nice game the last couple of weeks. So keep an eye there. Um, Austin Hooper potentially could uh, see some more as well now that he's back. So Calvin Ridley out, but uh, the rest of the Falcons should benefit here. Next up, Rashad Penny. Um, really kind of blew out his knee immediately. Um, he suffered a torn ACL, uh, will require surgery. Um, this is just a bummer. We were kind of, this was the week that he was going to come back and I don't know about pass up Chris Carson, but they were going to split the backfield uh, after a big week last week. And um, it just didn't happen. Uh, he got hurt quickly um, in the game and unfortunately is done for the rest of the season. I like him coming into next year, but if Chris Carson's there and he's healthy, Chris Carson's the number one for sure, especially after this injury. But I like Penny as another top-end handcuff with value of his own, like Latavius Murray um, or you know Raheem Mostert or somebody like that in general. So I'm, I'm drafting Penny anyway next year as a handcuff, but maybe as a you know uh, fifth rounder probably right now um, after this injury because we just don't know. You know, we saw Geis come back real strong, but then he got hurt again. So we'll have to see. But unfortunately, young talent like Penny getting hurt is just a bummer. But Chris Carson should skyrocket here. He should be seeing 20-plus touches by himself. So he should run into a couple touchdowns and a few hundred-yard games down the stretch here. Um, I like Chris Carson a lot anyway, but this definitely helps. A couple guys who are maybe 50-50, they could uh, be shut down for the season or they could play out the rest of the season. Just keep an eye on these names. Every week we're kind of dangled um, – with the carrot out in front of us that these guys will play. And sometimes you get cut uh, last minute game time decisions, those kind of things. We're not quite sure what the surgeries are going to be, all this other stuff. I don't really have reports on a lot of these guys. It's just a list of names and their injury of something to keep track of. If you have them heading into the semifinals and your championship game, it's quite a long list, but I'll just run it down here in no particular order. T Y Hilton, Still nursing an ankle, could be shut down. I think he will be shut down now that the Colts have a long shot. I'm not optimistic about T.Y., unfortunately, but I, I wouldn't drop any of these players yet. Um, but you, they're all droppable, potentially, if they're out this week. I don't see them coming back and being super beneficial in the championship game unless you need them. You can maybe open up a spot if you have a better option. But T.Y. Hilton with the ankle. Adam Thielen still nursing the hamstring. He said he won't come back until he's 100%. They all say that. We saw him come back earlier this year, catch a 20-yard touchdown, be out again for another couple weeks. Worried about him, but uh, again, you can't drop him. James Conner and Juju uh, said they might come back next week. They did not. They should be coming back this week, but we're not 100% sure with them either. Uh, James Conner has the shoulder. Juju has the knee. Both are projected to play this week. Um, with the with the Steelers still in playoff contention, I'm just not 100% sure on them either. Again, all these guys are 50-50. Keep an eye on Juju and James Conner. Uh, Josh Jacobs missed last week with a shoulder injury. Um, and uh, 
Washington played quite well in his absence. So I'm not sure if the Raiders are in a hurry to bring back Josh Jacobs, who should be their franchise running back, at least for the next couple of years. Um, and they're out of the playoff race as well. So uh, Josh Jacobs out last week. I expect him to be out again potentially this week and maybe the remainder of the season. If they do bring him back, he should be plenty healthy because I don't see them risking um, his future with something like that. So if he does come back, he should be good to go. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he shut down. Odell Beckham. Uh, this is an interesting situation. Of course, Baker came out and called out the training staff and all this shit. Um, Odell's been one of the biggest busts in fantasy. I was super high on him preseason. I know Lucas flicks me shit on the podcast every week about the Browns. Like I understand all that. Uh, but again, I think it's come out now that I'm not making excuses for his low turnouts for Odell, but it's obvious that he's been injured. He's been ineffective. So, um, Looks like Odell has been nursing a sports hernia, among other things, a potentially a groin issue, um, a hamstring issue, a quad came up. There's all sorts of shit with Odell. He's constantly um, injured. He is undoubtedly one of the top three to five athletes probably uh, in, in the NFL, definitely receivers talent-wise, but he is just constantly injured. And I think after this season, with this coming out and his low effectiveness, I think an injury-prone tag is unfortunately reasonable for Odell Beckham. So sports hernia as of now, we'll see what happens. I expect him to continue to play because it's more of just a pain tolerance situation. Um, but again, with the Browns on that teeter, they'd probably still play him. But Jarvis Landry has been on fire uh, with Odell's absence. Also, there's speculation that Odell wants out of Cleveland. If that's the case, they may you know, not be putting him in the game script either because, A, why would they feed a guy that doesn't want to be there? And, B, they might be looking to next year and looking at, at, at new guys with only a couple games left in the Brown season. So worried about Odell, unfortunately. We'll revisit him, of course, when we get into the draft and postseason because I still like Odell in theory, but these injuries, man, are really starting to kill me. It's hard to back a guy that's constantly hurt. Speaking of a guy that's constantly hurt, my man, Will Fuller, uh, another hamstring issue. Uh, he was going to go. He was a late scratch this week. He is out. I would expect him to potentially be maybe done for the rest of the season as well. Uh, the Texans um, got beat up and embarrassed by the Broncos. Uh, shouts out to Lucas and the Bronco Nation there. But, um, you know, Will Fuller is such a dynamic player when he's healthy, but he can't stay healthy either, unfortunately. So if Will Fuller plays, you start him and expect – half a game because <laughs> he might come up gimpy anytime, but I do expect him moving uh, forward to um, if he's active, you play him. Obviously if he's out, he's out and it, it kind of 50, 50 there. Uh, my man, Mark Andrews, man, this is a bummer here. I started him in a number of leagues. I was going to play different guys like Gasicki who didn't turn out anyway, but, but uh, uh, Higby and some other guys I was going to play over him. And I played Mark Andrews everywhere. And we saw the tight ends for the Ravens beat up on the bills. Um, but, unfortunately Mark Andrews got hurt early he had a thigh contusion basically a big ass bruise on his thigh and it kept him out it was a, a charlie horse if you will but on the NFL level um and if it's if it's that big to keep an NFL football player off the field it's a pretty gnarly fucking charlie horse so um unfortunately I think I think Mark Andrews will be back this week as it's a thigh bruise. Uh, but again, he could be limited. And we know that the Titans have about 16 tight ends who are plenty capable. Um, Doyle and Hayden Hurst, who had a nice 60-yard touchdown that should have been Mark Andrews's. Either way, um, if Mark Andrews misses, I do like Hayden Hurst. Um, but if Andrews plays, you play him. He should be healthy enough. A couple more names here. Tom Brady's got an elbow. Uh, you know, Brady's been up and down. If you want to ride that train, go for it. You know that Brady's going to play every week. Um, but I just want to mention he's 
kind of always beat up this time of year. Evan Ingram missed the last couple of weeks. I expect him to probably continue to be out. Um, and after last night's showing uh, of the Giants playing excellent football in the first half, horrible football in the second half, they've been out of playoff contention for weeks. They might just shut down Evan Ingram as well. And Jordan Howard, who we haven't heard from in weeks, is still nursing that shoulder injury. They're calling it. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. Um, it's a stinger. And those are really, really gnarly injuries. They have um, – muscle uh issues but also some you know sometimes you can have some bone on bone situations bone bruises which are painful as hell nerve damage that kind of shit i think honestly they just shut down jordan howard uh miles sanders has been great boston scott played very well on monday night football so they might just shut down uh jordan howard for the rest of the season also don't forget they have jay Ajayi as well um one more name here <clears throat> And then I'll just do a quick list of uh, some other guys that are that are probably out for the rest of the week. Um, Jameis Winston banged up his hand as well. So did Dak Prescott. Um, and both those guys, I think, will be fine moving forward. Um, Dak Prescott has to play because the fucking Cowboys somehow have not won this division yet. Uh, so he's got to play. Jameis, on the other hand, I could see missing the game maybe just because. But they've been really hot. And Jameis is over 400 yards and another four touchdowns. But uh, we'll see what actually happens with him. Just FYI that he got a little dinged up as well. Also, he's without Mike Evans that I mentioned. So that could be uh, gnarly for him. Um, not expected to play this week as of now. Um, I'm launching this, uh, recording this and launching this on Tuesday. So it's early in the week. Keep an eye on, um, Jared Cook, who had two beautiful touchdowns and a concussion, left the game. Devontae Parker, concussion as well. Daniel Jones with an ankle injury, could come back from Eli, who looked good in the first half, but not so much in the second half. Matt Stafford, probably out, but they just won't IR him yet. Still has a back injury. We'll see if he comes back or not. I doubt it. Taylor Gabriel with a concussion as well. If he doesn't, um, I like Anthony Miller a lot, who has been hyper-targeted recently in Taylor Gabriel's absence. I like Anthony Miller um, with or without, I think, at this point, but definitely if Gabriel's out. And Ryan Griffin tied in for the Jets with an ankle injury as well, who's played pretty good uh, minutes this year when he has uh, been in. And another just kind of a kicker note, uh, Chase McLaughlin, my man who was with the 49ers for a while, filled in for Robbie Gold, played excellently. He is now on the Colts, filling in for Adam Vinatieri, who has had a knee injury. He's going to have season-ending injury um, – sorry, season-ending surgery. Apologies, talking too fast. Um, Vinatieri is done for this year. I think that he's probably done for his career. Um, first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Um, made the NFL's you know top 100 lists for kickers. I mean, the dude's a fucking legend. I just think his time has come, and he was really bad uh, this season, unfortunately, compared to the rest of his career. I think he's probably going to call it quits at his old age. So um, we'll see what happens with them. I'll announce his retirement if and when it happens, but he is done for the year. So Chase McLaughlin, though, just a kicker note, to go pick up on waivers with the Colts who get a lot of action there, and he could definitely benefit. Um, that was uh, just a kind of a 20-minute a, a recap of, of the, the injuries, and it really goes to show you how many injuries and all the carnage. I didn't even go over offensive line shit, defensive things, some special team stuff. There's still probably some relevant guys that I just didn't mark down somehow. Um, there's a lot going on. We're in the playoffs. You're in the semis now. If you're still paying attention to this episode and you're, you're getting into the rest of your um, league, then it's, it's crunch time, and you need to know about all these injuries. So if you have any of the guys I just listed, make sure you do your own research. I will do my best to – uh, chime in here, of course, and give you as much um, information as I have when I have it. But the reality is I'm not going to know everything and I may not get it to you in time. Uh, you all need to make your own decisions. So I'm just here to, to set you up best I can. This episode was just a kind of a, a quick um, 
recap on the week and injuries alone, and it took me 20 minutes. So uh, make sure you do your own research. And uh, next episode, I will get into the recap in general, as I always do, um, and go over my ballers and stallers. But I'm going to keep a lot of the injury talk out of that episode because I went over it all now. Whew, that was a lot quickly. I appreciate y'all diving in for a bonus episode. Um, best of luck in week 15. Glad you made it this far, and uh, we'll check on you next episode. Peace. That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to email us at tckpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM on Instagram at fantasyfootball underscore tckpod or on Twitter at tck underscore pod. You can also find us on Facebook at the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast page. If you gain any value from this episode, you know what to do. Please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rate and review, and give us a like and a follow on social medias. It really does make a difference for us. Make the most of your rest of your day, and we'll catch you next time on the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Best of luck in week 15. Go get those hashtag TCK titles, and we'll catch you next time. I'm Scott Guasco, and I am out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.